together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Good evening, everyone. It's morning. It's morning. It's morning. I guess you don't know what today is. What's today? What's today? Why? It's opposite day. Today's opposite day. I forgot. It's opposite day. Is it opposite day already? Happy opposite day. Opposite day is the one day of the year when you get to act different. Happy opposite day. Show's over. To get it? Opposite day. What's going on? My name's Hartzell, and this right here, it is your KC Mowo Show, baby! Alright, I gotta keep it down. We are on the home stretch of the renovations here in what we are dubbing the pool house. This used to be a pool slash locker room in the building. And we are reliving just about every year in the history of this entire building, what seems to be the last two weeks. <laughs> So I've been relegated in a closet now. It was just too cold in the car, y'all. It was just too much. So I'm now in a closet. Gonna wake up everybody in the building. My apologies. But on the show today, happy hump day, baby! Manny Abarca. He is your first district in District Jackson County Legislator. Newly elected, bringing the budget hearing to the public. Gonna talk all about that. Got a few chances, Kansas City, to let your voice be heard. A matter of moments away. Rates, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, I love you. I feel like Harry Potter, living under the stairs. That's basically me right now. Maybe not as pale, but honestly, I'm freezing, so maybe. We may be losing some circulation. TBH. All right, it is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Back in your feeds tomorrow. We'll see ya in the morning. Bye. Come on, Lenny. Pump it in there, baby. Just keep matriculating the ball down the field, boys. The KC Morning Show. For the first time on your KC Morning Show, check off another elected on the KC Morning <laughs> Show. My man got a glow up, Manny Abarca. He is the Jackson County Legislator for the 1st District in District. We're going to tell you why that's such a unique aspect. <laughs> Manny, my brother, welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. Good morning. Tomorrow, Thursday, at the Mid-Continent Public Library, 453 East Redbridge Road. It is the Jackson County Budget Public Hearing. So, my brother, why don't you tell right. these folks, tell them why this is so important. Sure. So, I am the budget chair for the Jackson County Legislature, a multi-million dollar organization that has so many different line items, I couldn't begin to start to list them all. But for the first time that I'm aware of and that several of my colleagues have acknowledged, we're taking the budget hearings externally. And so, we're not just hearing the priorities from the inside and the echo chambers. We're inviting folks in. If you got ideas, if you got suggestions, if you got priorities, whether you're the government, a city, or you're a constituent who has a problem that you think the county may be able to address, come out, bring your ideas. We want to hear them. That was the reason why we created the opportunity on Tuesday in Lee Summit and why we've got an opportunity Thursday, six o'clock at the Red Bridge. I almost want to say YMCA. That's the old school version. The Red Bridge Library, the Mid-Continent Library on Red Bridge, and got another opportunity because it was so successful on Tuesday at the Mohart Center on Saturday. 
Oh, fantastic. And by the way, Manny, don't feel bad. I also almost said the YMCA. The throwback. Right, the throwback jam. And Manny, I guess, and folks are going to be sick of me by the time we're done talking, because I love county government. People already know sure. I'm insufferable, but now I'm about to really nerd out because <laughs> we have some incredible opportunities. I mean, Jackson County could be a pilot program for some really radical, transformational, positive change in your life, Kansas City. So if you can, Manny, tell us how important these decisions are, the amount of money allocated courtesy of the legislature. I mean, tell these folks how big this is. Yeah, I mean, just in, in terms of the ARPA money, the federal dollars that came down thanks to Congressman Cleaver and President Biden, millions of dollars are pretty much unmarked as to where they can be spent. There's certain parameters, but it gives us an opportunity for stimulus opportunities across the county. That's $45 million at this point that we have not necessarily directed and approved as to where it's going to go. I know the county executive, Frank White, has made some proposals that I think are great and lofty goes to show you what type of dollars we're talking about here. Folks came last night and proposed a $15 million small business stimulation incubator of some sort. People had came and talked about consistent and perpetual problem of a lake draining out in the unincorporated part of Jackson County. These hearings have been truly instrumental in helping us understand what's going on across the county. All right, so Manny, how much money are we talking about here, man? And can I call dibs on some of these unallocated loans? <laughs> it's about a half a billion dollars. Half a billion uh, dollars? <laughs> yeah, so the lines are broken out and I think now a 400 and some odd page book that is our budget book. And so there are certain parameters on some funds, but just last week, we heard $3 million of outside agency funding for folks who are proposing programs and nonprofits that have a nexus with health. And so that offered us a gamut of about 36 different organizations that have received funding last year coming back to us and saying why their programs worked and areas to expand. So, I mean, truly, there are a lot of lines. There's $250,000 in a line under the county administrator's budget for the Jackson County Arts Commission supposed to be stimulating local artists in the urban core. So we have tremendous opportunity, but people don't tend to think about the county when they're trying to solve the problem. Right, exactly. I mean, I think a lot of folks have seen recently in the news a lot of just real creative proposals getting initiated out of county government reparations, committees sure. on UBI, uh, universal basic income. I would love to see us do something with a 21st century economic bill of rights or perhaps maybe sure. some kind of jobs program. We have yep. so many big priorities that are on our agenda right now. What kind of creativity are you scheming up? Manny Abarca. Yeah. So I asked our chairman at the first meeting of the year, I said, you know, I think what we need, we are the first minority majority legislature in the county's history since I believe 1827. And I'm still one of the lone less than five Latino legislators or elected officials in the city, in the region. And so having a Latino on the legislature is the first time in 10 years and the fourth ever in that history. There's a lot of representation opportunities. So I asked the chairman to create a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee, not just to talk about the racial and ethnic diversity that is needed across the county, but also talking about geographic, right? I mean, the county is not just meant to serve one element, one population, meant to collect taxes from one part and give to the other. It's meant to truly be equitable in our approach. And so we're going to have some great discussions really after we get done with budgeting, some opportunity to come out of there that are going to be innovative, just like what you talked about. I believe the county has more authority than it's usually leveraged, and that's indicative of how we maneuvered around the COVID pandemic, right? I mean, the new authorities you saw the county take advantage of, we've got the same opportunities when we want to solve things like community violence and crime. So 
we need to take hold of that and lead and not just wait for solutions to be given to us. If I can, I want to circle back to that representation point that you just made. You represent me, my brother. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm but glad to serve, my friends. I apologize for some of the emails I've sent. That's uh, That was that was <laughs> Kitty. It wasn't me, I promise. Oh, just wait. Just wait. And I'm just thinking about the folks who I live with, my neighbors, our folks. The representation you just said, I guess, lack thereof. I mean, I live in Westside, and just the rich history of the Latino community yeah. in our neighborhood, and to know that we got a lot of catch-up to play, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there have only been four Latino legislators ever in the county's history. As you look towards the city, I think there have only been three that I'm aware of. And before I left the Kansas City, Missouri School Board, I was one of the three elected Latino school board members on the western half of the state. So Latinos alone, the representation that we have is significant and paramount for the success of that community. But yes, opportunities there. Obviously, I cannot say that I'm from Jackson County without talking about the tax situation and how do we make sure that it's fair and equitable for everyone. And we're going to look towards the state for finding solutions there, but still focused on that and making sure that we do dramatic changes to our tax system to make sure it's not regressive and it's fair. Can I ask you a, a rather blunt question? I know you're new to the legislature, but seeing as you represent strictly Kansas City, some of the other members represent yeah. other cities within their county. You know, do folks, do they give you the side <laughs> eye sometimes? Let's just be real. Uh, I don't care, first off, because I am county representative, but I truly represent only Kansas City, Missouri. That's one of the values of in-district folks is you get the opportunity to focus and say, look, what, what are the needs of Martin City? They're very different than the needs of West Side or the Northeast where I live. Very different than Brookside and Waldo, which I also represent. So how can we pull together some opportunities for us? And how can we leverage areas that may have felt left out? Right. South Kansas City feels a certain way about, you know, hey, all the focused attention is north of us. How do we get some too? And so one of the reasons why I brought the budget committee down to South Kansas City on Thursdays because look at what's going on. In that corridor alone, they just created a food desert because the grocery store up and moved. So we've got solutions and challenges across the county we need to address. I'm happy to focus on just Kansas City. <laughs> I got to ask you, my friend, because I got some folks here on the text line, any solutions, anything that the county can do when it comes to housing? I know a lot of this has to do on a federal level, and let's just be honest, sure. uh, neither party has the appetite right now. So what can yeah. we do? You said we're not going to wait for solutions. In fact, we might have a few of our own. What can yeah. we do when it comes to housing at the county level? Well, I think you saw some of that approach in the angling of the marijuana tax money that's going to be raised, right? I think it was projected around $4 million in its first year. And that's chump change when you start talking about mm -hmm. trying to create multifamily housing. But if you take that same pot and even a portion of it, and focus on a residential or neighborhood stabilization, rebuilding and rehabbing vacant properties, you can start to actually make some incremental growth opportunities there, right? And so as we try to stabilize our senior community to make sure they stay in their home and are able to live there autonomously by themselves or with a little support, but you know, maybe they need help with the grass, maybe they need a ramp now. And then using that as transitional housing for the next generation when they're ready, those are opportunities we need to focus on. And I think we can. When we look at the ARPA dollars, there's another opportunity, right? To build a new construction, working with community organizations to do so, I think we can leverage county dollars to help maybe gap fund some of those types of projects across the city too. It is definitely a priority. The need is very apparent. I mean, in my neighborhood alone, right, the new story about the uh, apartments on lawn. I spent the last day and a half working with folks trying to figure out a solution there. And it's just robust. But 
I think that's the ingenuity of some of the newly elected officials we have. They have the skills, they are prepared, and they're ready to solve problems. Don't think I didn't notice that pot and grass reference during the cannabis answer. That was well done. That was smooth. Hey, I try. Manny Abarca, he is the Jackson County Legislator for the 1st District in District. Tomorrow, we have the Jackson County Budget Public Hearing. It's happening at the Mid-Continent Public Library, 453 East Red Bridge Road, 6 p.m. I appreciate you, Manny. Is it a good day, not just to be a Kansas Cityan, but is it a good day in Jackson County? Absolutely. There's no trick as to my request to be the budget chair. I think the priorities that you set for any organization are set in the budget first. And trying to navigate that process has been more delicate and challenging than I realized, right? We've got 30 days to budget for an entire county to learn the role of the legislature. You know, I'm building the airplane while flying it across an ocean. And so it is a process that has been new but not one I've not done before, right? I mean, I came as the treasurer from Kansas City Public Schools, a nearly $400 million organization. So it's something that I was thankfully prepared for in that role. But I'm looking forward to the next budget already because we've not budgeted for 2023. We're operating budget lists at the moment. And that is a shortfall for the last administration. We shouldn't be in this place where we can't buy staples because we didn't plan ahead. That's just not the way to budget. So as soon as we're done passing this budget, I'll start budgeting for the next one. That's where my focus will be. I think we have our best days ahead of us, and I look forward to being part of solutions, not part of problems.